0: Welcome to Season 5, Episode 2 of As You Go, a podcast meant to encourage and disciple women who are daily trying to follow Jesus while balancing all of the things in their lives, like work, family, friendships, mental and physical health, and so much more. I'm Miranda, hosting alongside one of my favorite support humans, <laughs> Kathy Kuhn. We are so thrilled to have Lily Griesheimer with us today. Hey,
1: Lily. Hey, guys, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, this is
2: amazing. <laughs> I am
0: so excited to be in the same space as both of you, and we'll share why in just a few exactly, minutes. Exactly, likewise. Okay, so Lili, would you just start us off today by sharing a little bit about who you are, just your family, interests,
1: anything you want yeah. the listeners to know? Totally. Um, like Miranda said, I'm Lili Greisheimer. I'm married to Eric. We have three kids. Um, I'm in a lot of seasons of life with my children. I have a 13-year-old daughter, a 10-year-old son, a 4-year-old daughter, and um, our life is just crazy. We're all over the place, and it's a lot of fun, and we love it. We wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I grew up in the church. Like From the time I was probably eight weeks old, I was at church. We were a Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night family. Um, I think that played a huge role in my relationship with the Lord Mm -hmm. and my love for the church and my call to ministry, which we'll talk about in a little while. And I don't know, I lived in Nashville for 20-ish years, and I've been a part of Rolling Hills for about that long as well. And I just love it here, and I'm just glad to be on the podcast today. Mm, so grateful. So
2: Lily, when I came on staff at Rolling Hills, mm-hmm. um, you were already here and had been here for a minute serving yes. as our women's pastor, um, and just a little background on the podcast, our discipleship pastor, if I remember correctly, came to us and said, hey, I think you two should do a podcast, and we're like, "Um, okay. Cool. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds amazing. (laughs) I'm like, Lily. do you know anything about podcasts? And you're like, no. Kathy, do you know anything about podcasts? No. But here we are um, now fast forward with you on as a guest. And it was such a... um, gift, and it still is a gift to call you friend and to serve with you um, for however long that we had the opportunity to serve together. And you're still at Rolling Hills, so we still get to (laughs) see you um, and be a part of each other's lives. But I remember just as your friend, um, being invited into your journey a bit as you were I don't know if wrestling is the right word. I don't want to. For sure. Okay. Yeah. That is is
1: the word. Yes. Maybe wrestling (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: with what the Lord had for you um, and what the Lord had for you next as maybe Mm -hmm. your kids were moving into different seasons and different stages of life. And so will you share with us a little bit about what was going on then, um, what the Lord was doing in you?
1: Yeah, I, um, I've i served in several different staff roles at Rolling Hills over the years. And um, the most recent one I had was the role as women's pastor. And when they presented me with this opportunity, I was like, that's my dream job. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I came on and I was a part time employee. And that can be a little difficult, um, but it was what I wanted to do. I had three kids at home, so I wanted to be present with them. But I also had this call to ministry and here was my dream job of getting to pastor the women of our congregation, mm-hmm. and I like couldn't turn it down. So I was here for, I can't even remember, three or four years, and um, about, I don't know, about maybe nine months before I resigned, we were on a family vacation. We were in um, Yellowstone National Park, and I had zero cell service. Um, I was in just the beauty of God's creation, And I was with my family, and we were hiking just in a really amazing location. And I felt the Lord say to me, like, Lily, it's time to move on. I have something new for you. And sometimes the Lord has to just get us out of our everyday routine, take away our cell phones, all of our distractions to really be able to speak to us. And so I did what any good Christian woman would do. I came back, and I said no. (laughs) <laughs> i said no i don't want to do that no that is not my plan god um i do not want to resign from this position and so um for another few months i just kept saying no 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 and in that time i feel like my husband was really kind of starting to be like i feel like maybe maybe something's mm. going on and maybe it's time to resign i was like no no i don't think so <laughs> and um and I was fortunate enough to get to go away again and to travel with just my husband. And we went to another national park. So this is like a theme, I guess, for the Lord to have to speak to me. is to get me out of cell phone service range and in just the beauty of his creation. And I can remember we were on this hike and we were we were taking this hike up. And we got to that point where we thought, okay, this is, this is where we're going to turn around. How do you feel? And he was like, do you want to keep going? And I was like, yeah, let's keep going. So we kept going all the way, and when we reached the top of this hike, we looked out, and it was just beautiful. I mean, I just can't even describe to you the beauty. If some of you have been to Yosemite, you know it's just absolutely gorgeous, and you just look out, and you're just in awe of God and just his creation and his creativity and just Mm -hmm. everything about him, and you just feel so small. And I can remember the Lord in that moment again saying, "Lily." It's time to step back. I have something new for you. And that time, I felt like I listened a little bit more, but I still came back and said, no. (laughs) Like, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. And so I held on for probably a couple more months until finally, um, December of that year, I walked into my boss, Jacob Scrimpster's office, and I shocked him with the news that I was leaving. And he just looked at me dumbfounded. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, why? And I was like, because I want to. (laughs) And that was a really hard thing for me to say. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had had started counseling right before that. And I felt like through my counseling, I really felt like she really helped me get to that place Mm. where I could then come in and say, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't take away from who I am. It didn't take away from my standing with the Lord or anything like that. And if that, if that's the most important thing to me, which it should be, then nothing else should matter. And so in that moment, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I stepped back and, um, it was so hard and it was such a journey, like I said, but it was what I was supposed to do. And it was what God was calling me to. Mm-hmm.
2: Right? It's interesting. You say, because I want to, and I do love that, even when we're moving out of something that we absolutely love and all things check boxes, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. um, that the Lord can change our desires and our wants for what he has for us. Did you know what he had? And we're going to talk about what you're doing now in a minute, but did you know at that time, what was the next thing that he was moving you into?
1: Not really. Okay. At that point in time, I think we were, we were thinking about moving houses, um, I knew that I had a daughter who was finishing up elementary school and headed into middle school. And my mom had always told me, she was like, those middle school years, they're important. Mm-hmm. Like be there, like make sure you're there. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So part of me knew, like, I think, I think this is what God is calling me to. I also feel like I kind of had this like loss of like my sense of just who I am. Mm-hmm. I wasn't fun anymore anymore. I really kind of feel like I lost a lot of my creativity and I was like, that's that's like who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fun and I'm creative and I just felt like I was getting bogged down in just a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have been being bogged down in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. one of the most
2: beautiful pieces as from my view where I'm sitting, um, sitting next to with both of these women is just having you here in this space and Miranda, I'm gonna... I kind of want to ask you here, so at this same time, this is what is so beautiful about the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So at this same time, when this nine-month period or whatever, the Lord is working on you, Lily, I have something for you next. I'm moving you out of this into something new. Miranda, the Lord was doing the same thing in your life and mm-hmm. bringing you into a space that you have shared you never thought or imagined Mm -hmm. that would be your role tell us a little
0: bit about your journey there and what that was like sure um so it's so interesting to look back and I when I tell you I had no idea that that's what was going on with Lili so my family and I um we we came to Rolling Hills and um, anyone who knows me knows I'm never going to be happy just sitting on the sidelines. So I just jumped right in. Oh, you and totally I, did.
1: Yep. <laughs> I, and, and when I saw that, I was like, yes, please, you can do everything. Come do everything. Here.
0: <laughs> so I had always been involved in women's ministry, and um, I also was serving in middle school with students. And I had served with students before, but never middle school specifically. And my, my daughter was in middle school at the time. So I just thought, you know what, I'll I'll be a, a leader there, and I was blessed to be a, a stay-at-home mom, so I have had more capacity um, to just volunteer. My kids were older, um, so it, it just worked out really well. So, you know, jumped in. I was a group leader in middle school, um, and then just I just saw Lily running around and thought, how can I help her? Um, you know, because there's there was I I could. I just knew I could tell having been in women's ministry before I could just see she needs. That's a lot. Not, that, some help. not a lot. that there not really weren't some help. people there helping, but yes. it just, yeah. um, I, I just, I could, I could tell I could do like just some little things just to kind of be helpful. And I, my schedule, I could, I could show up a little early. So it just worked out really well. And it was kind of like, I'm just here to help Lily. However I can. Cool. Um, well, in the meantime, um, the, Middle school pastor was going out on maternity leave, and so they asked me if I would (laughs) fill in for her. And yes, you can laugh, it's okay. (laughs) No, you were amazing Um, because, um, I, whereas the Lord kind of pulled you along slowly. It wasn't that way for me. It was, here, I'm going to push you through this door. You're going to do this now. So they asked me if I would do that part-time, temporary, just to fill in while Jen was on maternity leave. And, of course, I said yes, having no clue really what I was Mm -hmm. doing. (laughs) So I did that. So I really was focused on that. And um, if you know the whole story, we were supposed to spend four weeks together training and um, baby penny decided to come Mm -hmm. four weeks early Mm -hmm. and so I had one day of training and um, didn't even have my laptop yet and it was like well here we are let's let's got thrown into the deep end yes let's figure this out out. Um, so I really was so focused at the time on middle school that I I wasn't I mean I was still helping with women's Mm -hmm. ministry and stuff but it wasn't that really wasn't on my radar just because I was all in on, on trying to figure out middle school. Well, in the meantime, um, you know, Lee Lee, um puts in her resignation. And when I tell you out of left field, there was a conversation with me about what I potentially be interested mm-hmm. in the in the women's director role. And, um, you know, it just. I uh, I said yes, and when I look back, I can so clearly see that God was preparing me for this role. Mm-hmm. Um, like Lily, I just love it so much; it is my dream job. Um, but I didn't see it coming <laughs> at all, mm-hmm. and um, it is completely the Lord to put all of those random things together <laughs> yeah. to. Mm-hmm to put me where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely incredible. And, you know,
2: Lily got to go on vacation and view just the majesty of the mountains and God's creation. Um, And you got to be brought into middle school. To -hmm. view the beauty of God's creation, yes, because Um, I (laughs) really used you use different things in your life, y'all. I love middle schoolers; they are so awesome. Yeah, I love that. All right, Lily. So, uh, you you submit your resignation. um, You know, your God has given you the desire to do whatever this is next. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a lot of courage right he gives us strength to be able to step out of something but then sometimes that transition is and I I, I'm going to put words in your mouth here so you please correct me I I have experienced transition to be trickier sometimes sometimes it's smooth sometimes it's trickier than because I just didn't know what to
1: expect what was the transition like for you um yeah I mean I will just be really honest and transparent with you guys it was really hard Mm um it was harder than I ever thought it was gonna be I would walk into church and I would and I still feel this way just lost and like Mm. where am I supposed what am I supposed to be doing where like why am I here um the Lord very clearly when I resigned said I want you to say no to everything like I don't Mm. I don't want you serving I just want you to be I want to be able to remind you of who you are Mm. I want to rebuild you because you're tired and I just, I, there was a conversation even with my husband one Sunday and he was like, do we need, do we need to switch churches? Like, Mm -hmm. is that, is that what's going to be best for our family? And, um, in the end that decision was no, because I've been a part of Rolling Hills for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, the people here are my family and I'm not going to leave my family just because I'm in a season of discomfort. And so While I'm still there um, and I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing, um, I know that the Lord just keeps reminding me to, like, just lean into me. Like, when you Mm -hmm. feel uncomfortable, like, lean into me. Let me remind you, like, who you are. Um, I still can't come to women's events. I still can't do a women's Bible study. It just—there's something about it that feels very just uncomfortable for me. And Mm -hmm. I think that I've had to be like, that's okay. Like, that's okay if I'm uncomfortable. Like— I'm just going to sit in this and eventually God's going to move me out of the season and who knows what I'll be doing. But for now I'm just like, this is uncomfortable. This is how I'm feeling. Lord, like, what are you trying to teach me mm-hmm. in these moments? Mm-hmm. And so just leaning into him and letting him speak to me through that. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and rolling Hills. I mean, you have been in some type of leadership capacity since really since you've been here, right? And yes, one I came in
1: as a, intern which they're now called residents i understand mm-hmm. um i did student worship ministry um, i was the connections associate for a season <laughs> um i also simultaneously while i was the connections associate was like leading the women's bible studies starting the women's events and that's kind of how that role developed right. into mm-hmm. what it became was like okay let's hear some else for this and let's let you do this and so um yeah in some capacity i have i have than serving, and so to all of a sudden not serve feels very weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it?
2: Um, I know. Oftentimes, our I no matter where we are, whether it's secular world, whether it's in church ministry, that our who we are is very much attached to
1: what we do or what our role is. Yeah. Was that? Did that impact you at all? Oh, for sure. I mean, I can remember telling a friend one day I was like, "Yeah, I don't know what I would do if I walked in and didn't have this name tag on." Mm-hmm. Like, cuz it said Leely Women's Pastor. I mean, like I just would kind of feel lost without that name tag and that position. Um so yeah, definitely you you fall into roles. I mean, I think like it's just part of our like human sinfulness. We want to be a part of something, you know, and so we will latch on to sometimes things of this world. And and sometimes they're like good things, like being a women's pastor. Like Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily seem bad to be like, oh, I'm going to attach myself to this position, to this role. But when all of a sudden we say, okay, well, that's my identity. That's who I am. That's when I feel like the Lord's like, oh, no, 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 no. Take a step back. That is not who you are. Like who Mm. you are is you're a child of God. You were loved. You're adored. You are um, full of my Holy Spirit. Like, you know, just the list goes on and on of all the things that God thinks about us and the way he sees us. And so when that becomes less important in our, our role or our title or um, our kids, our role as a mom or whatever it is that we're doing, when that becomes more important than who we are in Christ, then that's kind of where the problem lies, I think. Mm-hmm.
2: And how have you reminded
1: yourself of who you
2: are in Christ?
1: I mean, I think it's like an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you wake up every morning, you're like, what am I doing? Who am I? Like. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I think it's through God's word, through spending time Mm -hmm. with him, like in prayer, like, I think, um, I think having friends, like Mm -hmm. truth telling friends that will tell you like, Hey, I see you kind of slipping in this area. Like, let me speak some truth into that. Like, if you don't have a truth teller friend, I'll tell you right now, find yourself one. And also if you have a friend and you haven't gotten to that place with them, like sit them down and be like, Hey, can we like start going deeper? And can we say, hey, I kind of see you slipping in this area. Like, can you speak into that for me? Because I have a lot of like blind spots, Mm -hmm. like we all do. And we need friends that will speak into parts of our lives. And obviously you need to trust that person. But I think that if you really are desiring the Lord to call out just places where you're blindsided, places of sin in your life or sin patterns that you have, like find yourself a good friend that will Mm -hmm. help you like sort through that. And so I think friendships, God's word, time with him in prayer, worship, whatever that needs to look like for you is the most important thing.
2: Any, um, practical tips. This is just for you as you've stepped into those very uncomfortable moments. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking you step into church and you're like, why, what, what am I doing here? Who am I? Like, is there anything that's been helpful for you in those
1: moments? I wish that there was. I feel like I I am like kind of a conflict avoider. So I feel like a lot of times I just like put my head down and I just like will walk into worship. But I will say like, it's like if I could, I know if I can just walk in the doors and get myself into a seat, Mm -hmm. that once I sit down and I start to experience Christ through corporate worship, that things inside of me do settle down, like Mm -hmm. through singing, through listening to a sermon through prayer, whatever that is on a Sunday morning, taking communion. I I think that that does help like kind of refocus me on to what's important and why am I really here?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That's so good. So good.
2: Wow. Okay. What about what's been beautiful in the transition?
1: I mean, I want to say it's like, oh, spending more time with my kids and my husband, but it that's not it. It's really been I feel like in the last year, I feel like the Lord is just like he's just reminded me of who I am. Mm-hmm. and I don't mean like a daughter of him like like the biblical version of that. I mean, that that part has been very good. But like, like, oh, yeah, like I am a lot of fun. Like I just mm-hmm. forgot that I was a lot of fun. I think just the stress and the weight of everything I was trying to do at the time just it gave me a lot of anxiety I ended up on anxiety medication Mm -hmm. I mean I'm like I'm not even on it anymore like it's kind of like wow this has really taken a shift I'm reminded that I'm I'm creative and like I have time and space for those things and I didn't have that before um I mean this is going to sound so like just superficial but like just going to like concerts, hearing live music, like Mm -hmm. just having fun and like dancing, like those things are fun to me. And I like, just feel like the freedom to just like do that now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't before.
2: I'm so grateful for you sharing. I really, Mm -hmm. really am. Thank you for your honesty and transparency, because I think many of us in some season of life have experienced many of those things yeah and I think it's a little different
0: when I listen to you talk about that transition um what sticks out for me is that just when we are obedient that doesn't always mean it's easy no right Mm -hmm. like so you you have ultimate peace knowing you're doing yeah you were doing what God was calling you to do but it still was hard
1: oh yeah 100 percent
0: Miranda I want I'd love for our listeners to hear
2: from you because you're, you transitioned also a big yeah. transition. I mean, being at home full time, mm-hmm. right? Um, to moving to full time ministry, that's a big switch in
0: what life looks like, yes. right?
2: Yes. Um, what was that like for you? Hard parts, beautiful parts. Yeah.
0: I mean, the beautiful parts uh, were definitely, um, I just really—it was like riding a bike. Like I—I mm-hmm. I loved being around all the the people. Um, I loved sending emails and doing reports and all the meetings. I mean, it just was... And I know (laughs) Lily. I don't miss those things at all. Y'all should see Lily's face right now. Um, But that's just where I was because I had been a stay-at-home mom for 13 years. So it was obviously a fresh perspective. And so... um, And then just operating in that, what I felt like was the zone. Like, Mm -hmm. it just... It it was I was also creating or God was creating a, a sort of a new identity, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, or a new role. And um it just it felt really good. Like the beautiful parts of it were, you know, I, and I still like I'm getting paid to do what I love. Um and so uh that was good. I would say the challenges, um, and, and again, because everything just sort of happened so quickly, it's not like we spent a lot of time sitting around preparing or thinking about it. It just, it kind of all happened really quickly. Um, and so I would say the challenges really were mostly for my family, um, Mm -hmm. because they were just so used to me being available for, even just little things here and there, um, and so I, I think it's probably fair to say that my daughter, she would use the word suffered, um, <laughs> the most, um, because I just yeah. wasn't physically or even as emotionally available for her, and but even that I look back and see God's hand in because, you know, maybe she was a little too dependent on me, and so she's had to do some hard things on her own and ultimately that has given her confidence and has been a blessing. And, and I know my, my son, Caleb, he, um, you know, there was just a different level. Whereas before I might have time during the day to text, I love you. You know, there's just less time to just be super over the top mm-hmm. thoughtful. And I know my friends felt that shift and my mm-hmm. family felt that shift. Um, you know, I got a few texts like, are you okay? And it's like, I am, I just don't have the same capacity that I used to for mm-hmm. being super intentional um, with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've had to learn, that's probably been the biggest challenge for me is to learn how to balance all of it. And I'm still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, I definitely don't have that down yet. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, actually
2: that's a really good word. I'm thinking about both of your journeys. That not only did the Lord move you into a new season. I know we use the word season a lot, but it is a new season. Not only did He move you in a new season, but He also it also had a ripple effect mm-hmm. um, on your families, on your friends. Um, and so, learning to not only who am I in this new role, but now how do I interact and interact well with my spouse, my kids, right. my friends, yeah. my, you know, co- used to be co-workers, you, yeah. you know, um, all of those pieces. So I just, I love, I love being able to hear both sides right. of that yeah. um, and how the Lord was working at the same time, even though you didn't know the full story, you didn't know right. yeah. the full story. I certainly
0: didn't and know the full story. I'm really struggling to make the dentist appointments for some reason <laughs> That seems to be, like, I just can't. I'm still
1: struggling to do that. So <laughs> yeah, my children bed. are
0: like, my it's teeth a, are rotting, mom. A, Will a you a make <laughs> me a dentist appointment? <laughs> Please have my teeth cleaned. Wait, are our kids supposed to go to the dentist? Yep. Apparently Apparently so. six months or something. Apparently that's a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Lily, can you talk a little bit more about how women's identities are tied to their roles? Why do you think it is that especially we as
1: women are so prone to finding our identity in what we do? I I mean, I think, A, I think it's a men and women problem of finding our identity in our roles. But I think for women, we like to be needed. Like, Mm. in, in some ways, we were kind of created that way. I think we're innately nurturers. And so it's very easy for us to fall into the trap of, oh, well, they need me. Like Mm. they need me to do this. And I know for me, like I was going to, I would have stayed on till the end because I felt like they needed me to be here. Obviously they, they didn't, there's a Miranda and after Miranda, there will be a someone else. And after that, and after that, I mean, God doesn't necessarily like need us to do any of those things. And so I think, you know, just falling back into like, this is who you are in me, and that needs to stay the most important thing. Like, all these other things are great. Like, let me be a part of that. Let me speak into you as a mother in parenthood or you as a women's pastor, you as a counselor, you as a friend. Like, let me be a part of that. But, like, this needs to be the most important thing, you and me and who I say that you are. Right. Because, I mean, the world is crazy, and you just, you've got to be reminded of who you are or you'll just, like, crumble. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, as a... As a woman, I mean, I want to be
2: a great friend. I want to be a great counselor. I want to be a great mom. I want to be a great wife. I want to be a great, you know, and so we attach ourselves to those things and even the expectations of what we are supposed to be or who we
0: think we're supposed to Mm be. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Um, I I have probably not said this enough, but you did such a great job of, Um, Just the whole transition, and you were so gracious, and um, as you were transitioning out of being the women's pastor and I was moving into that role, um, one thing that I really appreciated is that you did say there was a, there were a couple of times where you're like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that you just owned that. Cause it gave me permission to say, you know what? It's uncomfortable for me too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I will, I will say like, I don't, I can't think of one thing that you could have done differently. And you were so gracious and supportive of me. Um, and I just, that's something that I really appreciated. And, um, I hope that you feel the same in return um, because truly there are so many things that you put into place, some building blocks and foundation that um, just made it so easy for me to step Mm -hmm. in. Um, But my question that I would love for you to
1: share with listeners is how do you transition well? So all of those things were really kind of you to say, and I'm glad that that's how it seemed from your perspective, because it (laughs) felt like a disaster from mine. Um, I would say, particularly this is in relation to ministry, obviously, but, you know, to transition well, I would say you keep your mouth shut. um, You be a good listener. Like there probably were many opportunities where I could have been like, well, I wouldn't do it that way or, Mm -hmm. you know, or (laughs) let me help Mm -hmm. you figure this out or whatever. And instead it was like, no, I am just here to be a sounding board like you and I. We've gone to lunch several times and I feel like it's like, no, I'm just here to listen and to be a good friend to you and um, to encourage you and um, and everyone on staff as well. I mean, I think ministry is really hard and working on a church staff. I don't know that the listeners like understand, like it, it takes over your life. It is like, not Mm -hmm. something that you can just like put away. Like if there's a need, if you're getting a text message at 11 o'clock at night, because some woman in Mm -hmm. our instance is, you know, struggling, like you're going to stop and you're going to respond and you're going to like, Oh, it's going to weigh on you. Like, it's not sure. even just like, okay, well, responded to that, that mm-hmm. poor lady's going through a lot and okay, well, check done. Like you, like we're, we're like people, we're like, like the kingdom of God lives in us. Women. Like we mm-hmm. care about people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in ministry, like you can't just put it away. Like it's, it's just constant. And so, yeah, I would just say like, just be an encourager, be a champion of that person. Um, You know? walk around and like do nice things for the people on staff. Like (laughs) if you don't know how hard they work, like it's okay. You don't know that, but they work really, really hard. And so like constantly just like send them a Starbucks gift card, like coffee on me, drop off flowers. Hey, can I bring your family dinner one night? Because I know you've got a women's ministry event this week and they're probably not going to eat. Or if they do, it's Chick-fil-A. So like just like care for care for your church staff, like, like really care for them beyond like praying for them is awesome. Like, please do that. But like care for them and help carry the weight of like their, their life, because what they're doing is really important and it's meaningful. And you as the church congregation get to benefit from that. So like, just love them back in return. And, um, I hope that I can, I hope that I've been doing that for people on staff since oh my I've goodness. come off so. yes
0: definitely and you know just having an appreciation to I mean I I don't think I probably understood the full extent but to now having been in this role for a while myself I have such an appreciation for how deep your roots here at Rolling Hills were and the friendships and it is like family and so it gives me even a deeper appreciation for how hard it must have been to kind of step out of that. Um, Because you, you still see the people, but Mm -hmm. not, not daily, like you you used to. So yeah. um, So another question I have is, you know, when we are transitioning, especially away from something that was such a big part of, who we were. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's natural that we grieve that loss. And, you know, you kind of talked about that, that you've, you've had that and still, it Mm -hmm. still probably pops up, you Mm -hmm. know? And so how would you, um, what would you recommend to our listeners in terms of embracing and celebrating the new season that he's called us to, even though we might still be grieving the loss of the old season?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know, find things that you enjoy doing and do them. Like, I didn't have the time for that before, and now I do. And so, like, I go work out at the Y every day. And a lot of times I, like, meet my friends there because I am just innately, like, a people person. I need to be with people. Mm -hmm. Um, So for a little while, it was kind of lonely until I figured out, like, oh, oh, I can do this. And I can, like, see people during the day and do these things. So, like, find things that you enjoy doing and do them I like to paint I I paint now like I just I didn't have time for that so if you can find things that like bring you joy like just do those things Mm -hmm. and and your grief while it's still there it kind of just like settles down a little bit and like Mm -hmm. you know it'll come back like this week there's a women's ministry event so this week I'm like oh, there's no chairs in the auditorium and they're about to start setting up and who's helping and what are the decorations going to look like? And, you know, like all those things like start to run through my head, but. Uh, would you like to volunteer? No, no I'm no. kidding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, but so true, I mean, like,
1: truly yeah. that
0: has to be, that carries some emotion. Yeah,
1: it like, it just sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a um, that's
2: a good kind of picture of, grief in general Mm -hmm. you know like we're moving along moving along yeah you know and then something reminds us of whatever a feeling how we felt then all the things that had to be done um what give
1: us life update and you've kind of shared a little bit but where are you now um well so I've always had my own business um I like doing that I like being creative I like being with people and so I'm still doing um photography in some former fashion um I'm spending more time with my kids um which is really nice I think having a middle schooler I'm like oh she really does like she is literally like my little shadow who's like constantly on my shoulder but then like she gives me attitude and rolls her eyes at me so I'm like so she like needs me but like she like doesn't want to act like she needs me Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I've got that going on. And then I've got my four-year-old who's just constantly like, mommy, 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 watch this. (laughs) Mommy, 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 mommy. Um, So like me just being able to be like, and I can't forget my son. He likes to play soccer, so I watch him play soccer. That's how he gets my attention. Mm-hmm. But uh, my girls really are more demanding of that in general. But, you know, just being able to be like, oh, I can actually give you my attention and I don't have to respond to these like 50, 72 emails that are sitting <laughs> in my inbox right now that I haven't gotten to. Um, so just being able to like do those kind of things, just having time to do what I love and to be with my friends and you know, connection and all those things that, you know, have always been important to me, but just kind of like, Mm -hmm. I just kind of shoved away because I was like, no, 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 I'm doing this thing and it's like impacting the kingdom of God and it's so great. What I want doesn't matter anymore. And so just really like being able to look and focus in on like, what do I like to do? What do Mm -hmm. I want to do today? Yeah, Yeah. And so many other, other beautiful
2: ways to impact the kingdom of God. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm
1: serving, been serving with middle school, um, my husband and I are leading a newly wed yes. group, small group, community group. Um, and we're super excited about that. So, just doing things like that, getting to be on the podcast today yes. is really nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, just getting to serve in different
0: ways. Right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, okay, so one final question for you that we've been asking our listeners. Okay. This one wasn't
1: on the email. It wasn't.
0: It wasn't. Surprise. I know we we have to we have to throw one one out there. Okay. Um I think I think it's it's not hard. Okay. Um if you had to pick one word to describe this season you're in right now,
1: what would it be? Oh gosh. Um fun. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I think that's like my, my word, fun. Yep. I just am like embracing the fact that I am fun. And so I'm just doing things to make my life more fun. And I think the people around me are probably having more fun because of it. So right. you're welcome, people that get to be around me. That is a great fun. word. It is. is I'm great. all about the fun. too. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Lili. it. All right. Well, Lily, thank you
0: so, so much for being here today. It has been awesome to... Just have these honest conversations and just reconnect with you. Um, Ladies, thank you for listening to our As You Go podcast. If you are interested in learning more about Rolling Hills, download our Rolling Hills app, follow us on social media, or visit our website at rollinghills.church. As You Go podcast is part of the Rolling Hills podcast network, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in.